It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Life is more than politics. Life is a little bit like poker sometimes. You're playing the person opposite, not the cards in front of you. But that's a bit of a twist and a turn on a new film. Poker Run, starring John Schneider and someone you know well in this audience, author who's been here before, back again, and I'm sure he's got a new book underway somewhere, Dion Baia, my colleague, my friend over at Fox News, and again, noted author, uh, who just keeps me reading. So, gentlemen, welcome, John. Great to have you here. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, life is like poker, and the biggest problem in a poker game, I always beat the second best hand, but I never beat the winner. (laughs) You got to make sure you're playing against the right guy or girl. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. If you, like I, have read enough of Dion's books, don't play him in poker. If he plays like he writes, he's going to win. But that's that's a – He's great. We just got got the new one. So, folks, got to get the new one. What is the new book called? Is Dion on here? Yeah, uh, uh, Morris P.I., it's called, the new one, yeah. Thank you so very much, guys. How are you all? <laughs> hey, great to have Absolutely. you back here, Dion. All right, so let's you know, get to Poker a, Run. I, I directed, I'm sorry, I I, uh, I edited Poker Run, so I made sure that in one of the scenes we've got Blood in the Streets is a uh, is in a series of yeah, books a, that are holding it's up it's our a little Easter egg. Player. You could see, yeah, he put in one of the shots my first book, Blood in the Streets, is sitting there. And then when I saw, you know, the fir- first time I saw the movie, I was like, oh, I, you know, I caught it. I was like, oh, I'm the only you know, look at that. And, of and John and his wife, did. Alicia, were like, ah, we did that for you. I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, don't become such a big star like John that you stop writing, D, because I know no, where you no. live. And I, I, know where, I know where to find <laughs> you, buddy. And, uh, John, let me, go, let me go to you because there's a little bit of a story here with Paul run uh you know i don't know if the right word uh well not sequel but the next generation so what's the story behind the film well we this is a actually is a sequel to a movie we did last year dion was in uh also with uh tyrus from over there at fox called stand on it so we built a great little cast of characters dion and his dad and uh, me and my friends, and in the true spirit of good old Southern horsepower comedy, which I think we need right now, because we've had enough of a whole lot of things right now. But uh, we are we're pit against each other in a single hand of Texas Hold'em uh, for two and a half million dollars. And the bad guy's thought behind that is he can destroy our friendship by inserting the possibility of winning two and a half million dollars. So. That's basically the the uh, the premise of it. The cool thing about it is that if you play Hold'em, then you know you get your first two cards, and then you get the flop, and then you get the turn, and then the river. So what we have to do is we have to get in our vehicles, whatever they may be, whatever's waiting outside of the building, and kind of race run to the very next to the next card. So it's uh, it's one hand of Hold'em interrupted by dirt roads and dirt tracks and swamps and boats and all kinds of things every time we uh, we get to see a new card. So I'm very proud of it. And Dion does a great job for as, as, as uh, intricate and dark a crime writer as he is. He is a funny, funny guy. 
Well, that, that says a lot much. for you, Dion. <laughs> you know, this was a, a little bit of a surprise to me, D. I mean, look, I, Dion, I know you've been writing. You've written scripts. You've turned one into a book. We're talking about Blood on the Streets earlier. But uh, to step into the acting world, man, I thought you just played a doctor on Cavuto years ago. Yeah, exactly. I only play it on TV. Well, that's always kind of been my, my goal. You know, I, got, I, I went to Fox and got that as a day job and, and uh, have been striving to try to make that crossover. And that's how, um, you know, Neil Cavuto has been so gracious to put me on front of the camera for many years as the demand the guy and doing the Gen Hex segments that I used to do on Fridays with him. And then, uh, you know, through my friendship with Tyrus, the opportunity arose and he introduced me to John and John was kind enough to say, hey, you want to try to um, give this a shot in the first movie, Stand On It. And I got to play the um, idiot son to, to Tyrus's father, the uh, <laughs> my father, the bumbling sheriff, who was he played the pseudo Jackie Gleason and I played the Mike Henry. Uh, and that was stand on it. And then, you know, which was a great tribute homage to Smokey and the Band and all those great 70s Burt films. And then this one, Poker Run, is just basically the sequel that takes place seconds later, which is a great send up to like Cannonball Run or even a Mad, Mad, Mad World or even Rat Race, those kind of films. And, you know, it's 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 one of these great great warm things where it's so much fun it's so exciting that 20 minutes into it you realize the movie's ending and you're like oh god i thought it was only 20 minutes and it's, an, it's already been an hour and a half or two hours so it's a lot of fun and it's very exciting yeah no it's I great and you know john you said southern horsepower comedy okay well you yeah. might have a little background in that right <laughs> I, a little I bit. i do <laughs> i've got a bit of a pedigree in that area <laughs> but hey you know i want to uh, i want to uh, say another thing about dion uh, he actually is a graduate of the college I was going to go to, or I was going to try to go to, if Dukes of Hazard uh, hadn't happened. So Dion yeah, is, a, is a yeah, I, I went to grad. film school at Purchase University, SUNY Purchase, and John was looking at that, you know, uh, 20 years or 30 years removed, which is funny. But then I live in 40 West years Texas, ago, Dion, 40. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's a very small. I told you know, him the another, other day I'm another the great brother, thing he about having, it, and he laughed at that. <laughs> it, I'm sorry, I'm I'm driving a motorhome as we're doing this. But a uh, <laughs> another thing about oh, I thought you'd be driving a Hellcat. No, but anyway, it's so fun is we get to talk. We get to talk about yours truly, Johnny Dollar. We get to talk about Dragnet and uh, Frontier Gentlemen, uh, and even shows that no one dares show or or play anymore, like Amos and Andy. So. uh we're uh, we're both fans of Greg Bell and uh, and his wonderful thing on I think it's 148 uh, XM Radio Classics and Sirius Radio Classics over there. So it's it's great to be able to talk story with someone who understands the intricacies of a story as complicated as Casablanca. So believe it or not, folks, that's the kind of thing that the guy from the Dukes of Hazard and uh, and this kind of goofy guy on uh, on stand on it get to talk about when the cameras aren't rolling oh that yeah, sounds John pretty huge good. uh you know radio fans of the old radio shows and and also of film so i'm just a nerd when i talk to john about this or that and then john has such a lifetime of experience i mean you know you uh, john's young but you you don't realize how many years he's been in the business so then when i start saying oh i i like this or that and then john will be like oh i worked with him on dukes one day or he was a director on this episode <laughs> so i just start mining and then john's just as much of a fan and a student of history as i am so you know he'll 
regale me with a story about Charles Durning, or he'll tell me about this guy, or Jackie Lamb, or, you know, Bert, or Dom DeLuise. So I'm always trying to pull a name out of my hat, Fred Gwynn, and John's like, oh, I have a story about, about the him. Week so I worked, just, how about the week I worked with Woody Strode? There, you haven't well, heard Tell that us about that, John. <laughs> that's, that's, this is the amazing stuff. <laughs> but anyway, hey, folks, I want you, if you are tired of, the, of, of what you've been hearing every minute of every day, I do believe that what's going on in our world, especially our country right now, is more than politics. I think it's survival. But I don't want yeah. to talk about that. That has nothing to do with poker run or stand on it or, or anything that, uh, that we have up for grabs right now. What we have up for grabs right now is beautiful escapism, southern horsepower comedy, the likes of which was king. I mean, it. Burt Reynolds made it the best kind, the best genre in the world, and it made him the biggest star in the world back in the 70s and 80s. And it's about damn time somebody brought back a, a badass car on a dirt road running around in the in the deep south and making, you know, and putting cop cars in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? No cop cars were harmed in the production of this film. Yeah, oh, yes, they were. Oh, yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah, John had a whole fleet of Crown Vicks, and it was amazing, you know, the ideas he came up with, and those things were, you know, he was pulling them out of the lake, cold starting them, and they'd start again, those those bad boys. It was amazing. You know, John White, you yeah, should have gone for the record, which was set by the Blues Brothers in the mall in Chicago. What oh, was that yeah, for the for most the movie, cop yeah, cars wrecked in like one scene? <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, and you know, I'm related to that because the uh, stunt coordinator on the Blues Brothers was Paul Baxley, and he was our stunt co- coordinator on Dukes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he was he was amazing. Uh, and then, of course, there's Gone in 60 Seconds, not the not the ripoff that Nicolas Cage did, but the real the one, the original, the Halicki uh, that Toby H-H. did. Toby did back in '72 yeah. uh, or three, and I think they went through like 75, 80 cars. So. We, are, we aren't quite up there in that world, but I think in the next one, which I believe is going to be our last one. Sorry, no tears, Dion. But oh, in, no. uh, in Double or Nothing, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to wreck more cars than in these two movies uh, combined. And that's always been a goal of mine. You know, a goal of mine is, is to wreck more cars than anybody else. So we're going to give it a shot. All right. Well, there you go. Now, I, I do have to ask you one thing. By the way, folks, Cineflix on Diode. On demand, I'll put that up on my social media as yeah, well for the new Cineflix film. Dod, that just means digital on demand. So Cineflix Dod or John Schneider Studios dot com, you can get a uh, get an autographed DVD there. All right, there you go, John. I got to ask you about a Hollywood thing though, and you know what? Because you, you spoke out on this with Alec Baldwin, uh, his interview with George Stephanopoulos. And his yeah. claim that he didn't pull the trigger. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Well, it's uh, it's it's the most absurd defense. Uh, it's embarrassing. Not only did he say now after after what two months that he didn't pull the trigger, which so we're supposed to believe that guns load and fire themselves. Uh, I don't believe either one. But when asked if he felt any guilt, without missing a beat, he said no. And uh, that, to me, is a is a further crime against humanity. Um, I, I I can't say man up anymore. I guess so. I, I wish he would have cowboyed up. I think George Clooney even would have cowboyed up and said, you know, I I I made a horrific mistake, and I'm going to be paying this for the rest of my 
paying for this for the rest of my life. Uh, I am I am devastated by this. My my apologies to everyone in the world. But Alec chose not to do any of that. Alec chose to take the coward's route out. And uh, shame on him for it. I believe that he will he will pay in court, uh, perhaps more because of that dreadful, embarrassing interview that he did last night uh, than from the act itself. Um, so I, I I can't imagine that he's going to recover in any way from this, and I can't imagine that he's going to be uh, anywhere for the rest of his life except uh, except perhaps in jail. You know, I, I Tragic situation. You, uh, here we go. I don't want to get political, but I have to a little bit. I guarantee you that if a, a, out, a an outspoken conservative actor had done that, they would be in jail now, and the uh, and the the powers that be would be screaming for their head on a silver platter. Um, mm. But but they would rather they would rather uh, lament a jury of Kyle Rittenhouse's peers and call them names uh, than accept responsibility for one of their own doing this horrific crime. Truly a tragic situation, my friend. But we won't let it take away from Poker Run. I wanted to get your thoughts no, on that. You've already gone please out don't. publicly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I will be watching. And John Schneider, uh, Dion Baia, guys. First of all, great. You're right, John. He writes dark, deep mysteries that I love to read. But oh, then he goes you. out and yeah. yucks it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is uh, this and is funny, great. funny, Poker funny. Run is- is, you know, I, and, I wrote scenes that were about an eighth and he brought him to a tenth. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Dion, we love you, my friend. We'll see you down here again soon. Thank you, John. Thank you very much, my friend. All right, guys. Thank you both. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM